Welcome to the Nach Daily, a Congregation Ahavas Torah initiative. Today, we are discussing the third parak of Sefer Yehoshua. And while we are already in the middle of Sefer Yehoshua, I'd like to frame today's parak as a kind of conclusion. It's the bookend of a story which began decades prior in Parshas Beshalach of Sefer Shmos. Because while many important and subtle events take place in the third parak of Sefer Yehoshua, we can really summarize the narrative action in one sentence. The Yardin splits and the Jewish people cross over into Canaan. And this is a moment that clearly is meant to parallel the crossing of the Yamsuf, the crossing of the Reed Sea, as the Jewish people fled Egypt decades prior, at the very outset of the experience in the Midbar. The Yamsuf split and it created two walls on either side of the Jewish people, Miminam Umismalam. The Jordan splits and creates one wall, uh, one wall barrier that's obviously on the side from which the water was flowing. But they are clearly two parallel moments. And the description of the scene in Yehoshua is written to evoke literarily the events that take place, that took place for the nation as they fled Egypt and crossed the Yamsuf. 40 years prior. And if we see these two miraculous water crossings as the bookends of the Midbar, so then I think the narrative here opens up for us, and, and we see it for what it is, and that is it's a kind of barometer for how the people have evolved and grown and developed and come into the nation that they are over these past decades. It is a, uh, a yardstick against which we can measure the growth of the Jewish people. Let's focus on two broad differences. And there are certainly more to be explored, and I encourage you uh, in your own learning to look at this, uh, this narrative and, and hold it up next to what happens at Kriyas Yamsuf and think about the many different ways that they are similar, the many ways that they are different. But I want to focus on two broad points, and, and here they are. Firstly, at the Yamsuf, B'nai Israel find themselves pinned against a body of water and they panic, fearing that this will be their end. They throw themselves into the water as a frantic last-ditch effort uh, to be saved, and just before they themselves, uh, or, or some among them, are, are drowned, uh, the water splits. And of course, I'm slightly embellishing the pshat with some midrashic material. But the point is, it was this kind of frantic uh, effort in the face of terror and fear. They jumped in and the water splits. Not so at the Jordan, not so at the Yardin. They are given, in, in fact, three days to prepare for this splitting of the sea, this splitting of the river in this, in this case. They know exactly what's going to happen. They are led in this case by the Kohanim who are carrying the Aron Habrit. They're carrying the Ark of the Covenant. So it's not uh, whomever among them was the most brave who was willing to jump in. There was uh, people, leaders designated, spiritual leaders designated who were going to go first. And the waters split for these Kohanim carrying uh, the, uh, the Aron um, before the Jewish people even are bidden to take a step into the Yardin. 
So everything is done, the whole affair is organized, it's planned out, it's executed with confidence, it's executed with faith. That's a, a very different experience than what happened at the Yamsuf. Secondly, at the Yamsuf, the Jewish people were being chased by the Egyptians, who struck fear in the hearts of the Jewish people, who saw them as their masters. In short, the Jewish people fled into the Yamsuf, terrified and desperate. At the Yardane, that could not be farther from the truth. The Jewish people enter the Jordan of their own accord, not just as free men, but on the offensive. They are in pursuit of the nations of Canaan now. And we are told, as they are crossing, the nation crossed opposite Jericho, Yericho. They crossed with their sights set firmly on the people who they would conquer. So they enter the Yamsuf and then into the Midbar with the Egyptians at their backs. And now they cross the Yardin at the end of the Midbar. And now they have their enemies whom they will be attacking, who they will be the aggressor towards. Uh, they have their sights set on them right in front of them. In short, the Jewish people enter the Midbar to kind of conclude, to, to wrap all this together. The Jewish people enter the Midbar through Kriyas Yamsuf as a disorganized, undisciplined, not yet entirely faithful group of slaves. They are the objects of history. They are acted upon. They exit the Midbar and cross the Jordan as a disciplined, faithful, confident, mature nation that is now ready to be the subjects of history, the makers of their own destiny, with the Aron Habrit at their helm. And if we see this chapter as the bookend that it so obviously is, we cannot help but marvel at the glorious transformation that the people experienced in just 40 years. That's it for today. Chazak and happy learning.